and welcome to a very special episode of Millennial TV. Happy Halloween, everybody. This is our spooky premiere episode. We're going to talk about a lot of fun, spooky things, some ghost stories, and some Halloween-related things, and we really hope you enjoy it. We have a special guest today um, who I'm so happy to introduce. Kelsey is going to be joining us. She's been my best friend since kindergarten, so I'm super excited to have her here with us. And to start things off, we're going to talk about some iconic Halloween costumes of Miss Lauren Conrad. She is truly the chic Halloween princess. Um, She really has some great costumes going on. And I just thought we could look into them a little bit and, and do a little bit of a deep dive. The most iconic ones that I could find were things like she did Cruella DeVille, Britney Spears, the lady from The Birds, Mary Poppins. She did Alice in Wonderland. She was the flapper girl. She was Minnie Mouse. And all while being the chicest version of these things you could possibly imagine. So fashionable. You can tell Candace loves her. I do. <laughs> I know. I am a Lauren Conrad apologist, and I fully admit it. I mean, she's gorgeous. And she really pulls stuff off. Like, her fashion sense is really intense. Like, and, and most of the stuff she comes up with on her own, like, most of this stuff was back before she was, you know, the kind of famous that she is now. Mm-hmm. It's not go to spirit Halloween and buy no, a costume. she, like, really thinks about it and, like, really comes up with something creative. So mm-hmm. I think my absolute favorite is probably the lady from the birds. I thought that was so unique <laughs> um, and so different. And I loved that her son was in it and he was a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved that. <laughs> super, super cute. What did you guys like the most out of the iconic ones? I really liked her Minnie Mouse. I thought that one was really cute and creative. Just like it kind of reminded me of like Disney bounding a little bit. Not like I'm in a huge Minnie Mouse costume, but super cute. I also liked the one where she was uh, a deer and her other friends were like other woodland creatures, like, you know, forest animals. Yeah. But I think the thing I like the most is that all of her costumes are really feminine and cute and none of them are like super slutty which is like I feel like that's all we have options of Mm -hmm. mostly which sucks but (laughs) you know what I mean and I love her Cruella DeVille outfit I feel like it's so like it's Halloween but make it fashion yeah and that's the epitome of Lauren Conrad so I love that one (laughs) yeah Kelsey what do you think I really like their Cruella DeVille as well yeah I think she did it classy and not campy, which you could easily go into camp with that. And she did a really good job. Do you think that's her real hair? No. You know, I don't know. I think it might know. be. I think yeah. she might have done the spray paint dye. Okay, yes. I see some of the, like, blonde yeah. coming through her black yeah. hair. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. does look like her real hair, I but think, yeah. But the hairstyle was so chic. Like, it wasn't, like, crazy Cruella yeah. de Vil. It was, yeah. like, Sleek. super, like, very fashion Cruella de Vil. Like, that could be on the runway. <laughs> Yes, yeah. totally. I didn't realize, too, that her bird costume, she was supposed to be the Twitter bird. I thought that was really funny. Oh, <laughs> like when I it was, didn't she was in the costume. Yeah, super cute. Yeah, and then the fact that she comes up with these ideas and just goes with it, like, I am the most uncreative human being on planet Earth. <laughs> Kelsey is super creative. She's made, like, every single Halloween costume that she's ever had. One year in high school, we decided we were going to do an Alice in Wonderland theme with all of our friends. So, you know, we all went and bought like 
spirit Halloween costumes. And Kelsey came as Queen of Hearts, and she literally made the costume herself. She sewed oh um, wow. on actual, like the actual deck of cards, like around the dress, and oh, that's like so cool. had a crown with like a. Di- it was so stinking cute, and like the dress was so pretty Thanks. and red. Oh my gosh, I she's the most creative. She made her that's so cute, awesome. Kelsey. You have to share a picture yeah, with us if you have one, and we'll post it on our Instagram. I think I might have one on Facebook, but oh, I hope um, you do. I don't know if I do, but yeah, from that picture of us all in the guidance office, I think oh, I have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. but it, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys make your Halloween costumes when you were younger, or did you buy? I bought mostly, um, but actually in the – just before COVID, I wanted to dress up as the people in Us that oh, movie so cool. with the scissors. And so I bought a jumpsuit that I wanted to dye red and then, like, carry the scissors around. But, of course, COVID had to hit, so we never actually got to, like, wear that to work and stuff. But, like, I still really want to do that, and it would be, like, super creepy. Yeah, that would be <laughs> so awesome. Fun. Yeah, we usually just buy ours. I remember my mom would make them for me, though, when I was little. And my most like I have the biggest memories of her dressing me up as a pumpkin. And I feel like a lot of people had this when they were kids, where it was like the pumpkin and then she stuffed it with newspaper. So I was like walking around, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I actually learned this today, but my grandma apparently made all of my sister's Halloween costumes when she was little. And I guess by the time I was born, she was like, screw it. (laughs) Because she didn't make one costume for me. (laughs) I was like, Grandma made your costumes? What? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a little hurt by this. Mm, She's Um, not the favorite at all. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently I was not. I was second born, so I wasn't as special, I guess. But yeah, Kelsey, your mom made a lot of your costumes. My mom made all of my costumes. And one of the most memorable ones, I think, were we in first grade when I was Mrs. Potato Head? Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Like a total potato that I wore and my friends could like come up and mix and match what the face would look like. She made like felt. Oh my goodness. Wow. That was so cute. That's so cool. That is such a good idea. That's where she gets her creative genes. Oh yeah. She definitely taught me how to be like creative and make my own costumes and stuff like that. You know what I really want to do is like be a Rubik's Cube because you could basically just wear a box and then just like paste like the colors on and I feel like that would be so easy but you just wouldn't be able to like do anything all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that idea it'd be really good pictures I'll save it for my kids next time <laughs> my unborn children <laughs> so we're gonna give you a little dive into our Halloween celebrations and tell you what our favorite Halloween movie choices are It really honestly depends on if I'm going scary or just Halloween vibes. Give us both. (laughs) If I'm just going Halloween vibes, I definitely go old school and I do like Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town movies, the Disney Channel original movies. Mm -hmm. Those still hit. And then if I'm going like scary, I love to do the old school slasher films like Scream Mm -hmm. and I Know What You Did Last Summer. I also really enjoy some of the new Ari Aster flicks like um, Pearl and X. You liked Pearl? Yeah. Oh my, okay. I loved (laughs) X and I had such high hopes for Pearl, but I couldn't get into that one. Oh, I love it. I think she's totally psychotic. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. She was really weird. It, it was a bit too weird yeah, for me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I also watched Midsummer. That's a good one. Oh yeah, another. Weird it is one. weird. Jasmine kind of got me into them. They are really weird, but they're unsettling, 
which like if you're mm-hmm. trying to be yeah. scared I kind of like that feeling it's a different kind yeah. of mm-hmm. but yeah like old school slasher flicks I really like honestly when it feels like it's Halloween to me it's after I've watched Nightmare Before Christmas or Hocus Pocus like mm-hmm. that's when it feels like Halloween to me I love all of the the Bloomhouse stuff yeah. so like James Wan I love all of his movies that he's directed so like The Conjuring Insidious Sinister <laughs> all that stuff I love those movies so much I also really love the Paranormal Activity series <laughs> I know that a lot of the movies like towards the end there were not great but I think the first three are so good and I saw the first one in the movie theater not really knowing anything of like what it was about and that was like one of the only movie theater experiences where like the whole audience was like gasping and screaming and then I could not sleep for the next like five nights I like had to sleep with my, my light on and that never happened so I just love those movies from the theater going experience alone but every year we watch all of the Michael Myers Halloween movies those are my absolute favorite we went to the Halloween the 45th year convention a few weeks ago in Pasadena and got to meet a bunch of the actors from the movies and stuff and it was amazing but Halloween 3 specifically I just have to give it a shout out because when it first came out the movie was hated by everyone because it was the first Halloween movie that did not have Michael Myers in it but they didn't tell anybody that he wasn't going to be in it they called it Halloween 3 season of the witch they should have just called it season of the witch because everybody was expecting Michael Myers and then he never showed up. So it was just like, everyone was like, this is the worst movie ever. It's not part of the Halloween series. And so over the last like 10, 15 years, it started being shown at like midnight showings at small theaters in Los Angeles and stuff like that. And then over the course of those years, I feel like it's people in our age group specifically has like brought it back to life of like, hey, this is actually a really great movie. <laughs> and now it's like totally celebrated. And we have like so much of our Halloween decorations are from that movie specifically. So it's near and dear to my heart. And I could go on and on about those movies, but Kelsey's those are dying right I, now. Yeah. yeah, she loves really? Halloween. We are like the same person when it comes to movies. Everything you're oh saying, I'm gosh. like, yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah, Kelsey <laughs> awesome. is our resident Halloween oh, yeah. person. She loves those movies. I mean, yeah, she's wearing a Michael Myers shirt currently. <laughs> <can> see like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> honestly, we're back in 2018 right now. Like, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Liz just pulled out a Michael Myers yeah. mug. <laughs> I have the same one. I have three of them yeah. at home, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of him to the point where if somebody was dressed up as him on Halloween she would like hysterically cry and run the opposite direction like she was (laughs) definitely afraid of him and now she like loves him but what's weird is I've (laughs) always loved the movies I could watch the Mm -hmm. movies over and over again and I think in person he scares the life of me even to this day but I've never been more jealous of anything than when you told me you went to the con oh my (laughs) gosh I wanted to go so bad that's amazing but yeah like you said I'm obsessed with all of the Halloween movies I really love Halloween 3 which is controversial like you were talking about yeah but I think more people are getting on board yes and it's fantastic Michael Myers hands down (laughs) best horror villain of all time I think he's the scariest one of all like the slasher villains because he is just like evil for no reason I feel like Jason and Freddy and stuff and Chucky they all have like reasons why they're doing this stuff Mm -hmm. and Michael is literally like I'm just gonna walk into your kitchen and stab you yeah (laughs) I think that's why he's the scariest no motive it's just to do it yeah why I was so afraid of seeing people dressed as him when I was a kid yeah I mean he is pretty like legit like I'm gonna stab you (laughs) yeah honestly in my life it's Halloween year-round I love horror movies it's my Mm -hmm. favorite genre 
any slasher, paranormal, that kind of thing, I'm so in. So I really like all of them. But um, like I said, Michael Myers, Halloween. Um, I really like the Jordan Peele movies, all of them. I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ari Aster. I'm really getting into Ari Aster stuff too because mm-hmm. it is, like you said, really trippy and mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. That's awesome. So every Halloween, I feel like, is the only time I really want to subscribe to Disney Plus so I can <laughs> get access to Halloween Town yeah, 1, 2, yeah. 3, and we're not going to talk about No, we're not. Okay, although I love Sarah Paxton, but we're not going to talk about 4. Did you see the main girl, Marnie, married Calabar? Fun, yeah. Yes. Crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> can I just say, honestly, about Halloween Town 4, I'm really upset because Kimberly J. Brown confirmed that she was available and wanted to do the movie. They just didn't have her. Yes. Yeah, I heard that too. And that's very And upsetting. if you don't know, Halloween Town is a fantastic series starring Kimberly J. Brown. And Disney Channel stabbed all millennial kids in the heart when they came out with <laughs> Halloween Town 4. And it was the college one. And it did not star Kimberly J. Brown. It starred Sarah Paxton. Sarah Paxton. Nothing mm. like Kimberly J. Brown. But not only that. Every other person in the movie was from the original cast, except oh. for Marnie. Yeah. Very upsetting. It's really bad. Yeah. And this next one, so Tower of Terror, which I love, oh, yes. but it's not on Disney yeah. Plus. At yeah. least it's not on in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know where to find this movie oh, again, but I really want to watch so it again. Good. We have it on DVD. You can so, probably yeah, buy it on eBay or Amazon, maybe. Yeah, we have it. It's so good. I love that movie. I love Steve Gutenberg. It's so <laughs> good. It on yes. eBay. My husband got it. You found it on yeah. eBay? I love that movie. It's such a good mm-hmm. one. It's so good. I always love a horror thriller movie. So if we ever do movie night, I'm always like, I want to watch one of those. Mm-hmm. And then my boyfriend's always like covering his eyes, closing <laughs> his ears kind of thing. But in university, when I would study, I would always put on like a bad horror or thriller mm-hmm. from Netflix. And I love to just like have it in the background to just like kind of watch. Because like, you know, those bad movies you don't really have to pay full attention to but you still know exactly like what's mm-hmm. happening and so those were always my movies of choice to put in the background but recently Netflix had Fear Street 1, 2, and 3 in the past I don't know two years mm-hmm. I think and those I really like too mm-hmm. so I'm so bad at remembering like the names of movies but I just love putting on all the different horror movies from Netflix mm-hmm. and even if they're bad I'll watch it because <laughs> I love bad horror yeah. movies yeah. I love the horror movies. That's like a genre <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah. It is, yes. And I especially love the ones where, like, you know, you know, a group of friends are going to, like, the cabin in the woods, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know that someone's going to come, like, pick them off slowly, yeah. and you know exactly what's going to happen, but I love watching Yes, those. they're the best. All right. So we have a couple of stories from our listeners. The first one I'm going to read is from my friend Katie. She sent this to us in an email. So she said... When I was about eight years old, I had this dream where I was in a public restroom and I was by myself. As I was finishing up, a woman bumped into me as I walked through the door. She was stunning, tall with extremely short fire engine red hair. Her haircut was exactly like Kevin McAllister's mom in the second Home Alone movie. She was also wearing a floor-length green dress. It's funny to think of now because her look was so iconic for the 90s. Anyways, she excused herself after bumping into me. As I made my way to wash my hands, she grabbed me and said in a super deep demonic voice, you're coming with me. And she oh my God. <laughs> and she kidnapped me right out of the bathroom. That's when I woke up. It scared the crap out of me. And I had that dream probably a dozen more times. And every time that woman would end up kidnapping me. 
Then one day I was at my cousin's wedding, which was at a hotel or some kind of venue with multiple ballrooms. I left the reception to use the restroom by myself. As I came out of the stall, I kid you not, the tall woman with fire engine red hair and a floor length green dress from my dream came through the door. I ran so fast out of the bathroom, I wasn't about to wait around for a demonic Kate McAllister to kidnap me. <laughs> oh my god. I know. That's crazy. I'm like, she's gonna need no. to tell me more about this story. <laughs> yeah. I have recurring like nightmares. But mm-hmm. none that have happened in real life, you know, like that yeah, is right. scary. Well, the fact that it like actually came true uh, a little yeah. bit, like that you found somebody who looked exactly like that, that would scar me for life. Yeah, with like, the same yeah. dress and everything. Like oh she God. was only eight years old. That's terrifying. Yeah. I, I would never go to the bathroom alone again. No, never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's scary. I wonder if she had it like, oh, she did say she had it multiple times over the years, this dream, the same dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so scary. <laughs> it's like your future self warning you, you know, yes. so when she saw that yeah, lady, this woman. she didn't hang around. Yeah. Maybe, like, honestly, maybe it was like her conscience telling her like that lady's bad news. Oh, I believe like, so. Oh, like probably. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. That poor woman. So she's like, so I'm not doing anything. Yeah, she's like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, gosh. Oh, I have chills. Okay, I've got a couple stories. One of them comes from one of our listeners, a friend, Andrew, in Vancouver, BC. He says... During the summer months, I often like to go on evening drives to do some night and astrophotography around Vancouver. I've been doing this for a couple years now, so I have a few go-to spots now that I'm quite familiar with it. So during one October evening, when I felt it was still kind of warm, I grabbed my gear and drove to Whitecliff Park. I was quite excited because during this time of the year, the Milky Way lines up quite well with the beach there. When I got to the parking lot, it was midnight and there was one other car there, but other than that, it was pitch black and nothing unusual. The moment I stepped out of the car, I felt a weird chill and that something was a little off, but I had driven for so long, I just kind of shrugged it off. So I started walking towards the beach, and then I heard a really faint scream from the direction of the water. I stopped for a moment and told myself that it was just the wind, gathered my wits, and started walking again. As I got closer, I heard a woman scream, but it sounded a bit clearer, and I said, nope, and I got back into my car pretty damn quickly. I sat in the car for a bit and one of my friends texted me asking me what I was doing tonight. I told him that I was out doing one of my photography runs at Whitecliff Park. His reply sent chills down my spine. He said, dude, someone drowned there this morning. <gasps> and oh along with his message, he sent over the news story of the woman that drowned at that Whoa. park. So, I mean... I'm sad to hear of what happened to the woman, but, you know, I totally believe that spirits linger in our world. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just so creepy that Mm -hmm. someone had died there the same day and Andrew didn't even know about the story before he felt all those feelings and heard the woman scream. So sends chills down my spine. It's really scary. Once again, I have chills. He said there was one other car there. Like, what could it have been her car? Oh, I don't know. That's really creepy. And, like, yeah. even if it wasn't, like, you know, a ghost, like, what if it was, like, somebody else? Like, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, somebody we really don't know yeah. what it was. Or, you know, it could have been, I know, like, some coyotes and stuff sound like. That's what yeah, he, that's so he true. actually wrote yeah. that, and he said it wasn't a coyote sound. Okay. Yeah, because we do have a bunch of those here. That's heard that so before. scary. Wow. I know. Ugh. 
Okay, I have another one from a listener in Ireland. Thank you, Claire, for writing to us. She writes, this happened when I was a kid, not older than 14. My brother and I were watching TV downstairs. We wanted to watch WWE, but we knew our parents wouldn't let us. So we pretended to be asleep in bed and proceeded to sneak down once we knew our parents were asleep. We closed the door to the living room and started watching our favorite show. Sometime after midnight, we heard a noise outside the living room door. It sounded like scratching on the door, kind of like nails scratching on the door. We thought it was our mom who had come down to check on us. After a while, I finally decided to open the door, and when I did, I saw an old woman staring at us through the holes in the banister of our staircase. We were terrified. I could tell she wasn't human. She kind of looked transparent and blurry. stop it. (laughs) It was a very old woman, and she just sat on the stairs and looked at us and laughed. I ran back to the living room, shut the door, and my brother and I barricaded the door. We were stuck in our living room for what felt like hours, and we kept shouting for our parents, but no one came down because they were probably sleeping. We also continued to hear the old woman laughing through the door, which scared us so much that my brother and I started crying. Finally, we saw someone open the living room door. It was our mom. She came in asking us what we were doing in the living room, and we told her what we saw, and our mom basically told us that we deserved it for sneaking down to watch TV. <laughs> oh, man. The next day, we talked about it with the family, and we think it was the previous owner who had passed away in the home. She was an old woman. Claire says that in the home, she always felt like there was a room upstairs that felt a little colder than the rest. Her parents still live in that home, and she doesn't like to think about that memory or that feeling. But it is still the family home, and they've lived there for more than 30 years. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That gave me goosebumps. Like, ah, that is <laughs> that so me scary. For sure. Wow. Especially in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. I would be so scared. I don't and that they kept hearing right. laughing through the door, like, continuing. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh. And that blurry, transparent thing. Like, I've heard of people who have that third eye or seeing eye describe it the same yeah. way mm-hmm. so that really like jumps out at me oh, <sighs> <gosh>. <laughs> wait do any of you have that like can connect with spirits or do you guys believe in it I really am a really big skeptic when it comes to mm. most things my parents grew up really religious so like spirits were definitely a thing and like possession mm-hmm. was a thing so like that I always kind of believed in but I didn't believe that it was happening as much as people said but honestly this experience that we're going to be talking about with Kelsey's home and the home she grew up in that really changed my mind a lot about it and then there was a girl we went to high school with named Vicky and she was actually clairvoyant I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. And she was actually on that show, Paranormal Kids. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so cool. She um worked with detectives and stuff to like help yeah. find missing kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. And no one knew until she was on that show. And we like, once she was on that show, we were like, she was in the theater department with us. And so we were like, Vicky, like, what the hell? Like, tell us what's going on. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't was, something she was like boasting about in school. No, 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 not at all. So she was really open about it after the show. And if you asked her questions, she would be, she would answer them. She was fine talking about it. But that mm-hmm. also kind of was like, oh, somebody that I actually know has yeah. been dealing with this kind of stuff. And like, yeah. I've never had any sort of connection personally, but that was pretty cool knowing somebody. That's really cool. So I asked that question of whether 
you knew about it before or if she was like talking about it because then she was kind of like trying to get attention for it I guess but she really no didn't. No one knew like, at all yeah, until no like I literally was watching the show one day randomly and I was like <laughs> welcome to Cupertino that's my town. Like I, <laughs> I they showed the welcome to Cupertino sign and I was like oh my god that's Vicky. Like I, <laughs> I literally legitimately had no clue. Like it was yeah, we shocked. Yeah so it was fun. so weird. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I want to say that I'm a huge skeptic too, but one of my cousins on my mom's side, so her dad is my mom's brother. Thankfully, none of us have it on our side, mm-hmm. but it comes from her mom's side because her mom has it, she does, and now her two kids have that connection with the spirit world. And her daughter, once at like three, four years old, shortly after my grandma had passed away, she would just like look in the living room or like at different corners and just call her name like we call in Chinese which means like I think it was her great grandma but she would just look at different parts of the room and just point and be like there mm-hmm. wow. and so I'm like <laughs> a three-year-old can't lie or like what reason does she have up? to lie or yeah. make this kind of stuff up Ooh. yeah so they've told me like different stories and stuff that have made me believe that that connection is true oh, that's crazy I definitely believe that in I don't know what exactly I believe in, but I do believe that there's stuff going on with spirits and whatnot. I've had some weird experiences happen to me myself, but like also I've had a lot of weird things happen after family members have passed away. Just like weird things like 10 years or so ago, one of my aunts died. And for the next few days, my mom kept having on her phone, it kept saying that she had a missed call from her. Just like weird stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know how like when people are like, oh, when I see like a butterfly, it reminds me of so and so like Mm -hmm. I have that happen like a lot. It's really weird. Or I'll have had dreams where I'm like talking to someone who has died. And then I'm like, okay, well, I gotta go see you later. And it's just like, I feel like that is like a message from you know that person like when Mm -hmm. it feels so real Mm -hmm. like that so I believe in the scary stuff too but (laughs) yeah I feel like I can totally resonate with what you're saying Liz like Mm -hmm. um, my dad passed away 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and I see signs of him all the time and sometimes I could like feel like his presence if that makes any sense like when people you love have passed on I feel like you could like feel that they're there during certain times or like he really loved yeah. wildlife. And so when I see hawks for whatever reason, like that makes me think of him like, oh, like dad's with us. Like, do you see the hawk in the sky or yes. whatever? And like at my wedding, there was a hawk in the sky and like certain things like that when you're like, oh my Aww. gosh, like I know they're there. Or like yeah. one of our, my like very close best friend in the world, she passed away recently and her kids, she has three young kids. And ever since she passed, they'd be like, Auntie Kelsey, we see the yellow butterflies. And that reminds me of mom. Like, I think that's mom. And literally since like the day after her passing, yellow butterflies will follow us everywhere. So yeah. like, and we've never noticed them before. Favorite ride. And yeah. like, those kind of things yep. are yeah. like really symbolic and really important. And um, I definitely believe in that. But like you said, I also yeah. believe in the spooky, like ghosts of it all as well. Mm-hmm. I think that that's totally something too that we've dealt with. Yeah. For me, I feel like sometimes that comes through in songs even. Mm -hmm. It's like songs that my mom and I used to listen together to in in the car or stuff like that. And I'll just be like, oh, maybe that's her way of just being like, you know, I'm here with you in times where I feel like I really need it. Or just her being like, if we're doing a a long car ride, that random song will come on. And I'm like, that's so nice. Like, that's such a sweet thing. 
It's a good feeling. Yes. Yeah. So we are ready get to get scary into your stuff. story. Kelsey, are you running here? Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have a spooky story for you today, a real life story from both mine and Kelsey's childhood. Kelsey and I have been friends since we were literally in kindergarten. Her family is close to my family and vice versa. She's like the one person that knows everything about me and vice versa. So it's just one of those friendships that's like never ending forever. So our lives are very intertwined. So this story feels super personal. We met in kindergarten Mm -hmm. and I spent every single weekend over at her house. It was a house that they were renting. Yes. And I'm going to let Kelsey kind of take it from here and tell you when they moved in and what happened after that. Okay. Um, So we moved out of my, like, first home in Santa Clara in, in 1999, just right down the street. And we were looking everywhere for a place to move. And we found this too-good-to-be-true deal on this four-bedroom house. And it was absolutely beautiful, huge yard. And it was going for really cheap rent. And my parents were like, there has to be a catch here, but they didn't say anything because we were renting, right? So they didn't have to disclose mm-hmm. anything that happened in the home. Mm-mm. So, right? So we we get in and, you know, everything's seemingly okay. And by like week two, really weird things started happening where like our lights would dim a very bright red color. It would go from normal lighting to red. Oh my gosh. Red. Red, like red hot light in the main mm. rooms of the house. And it seemed to follow my mom. Like if my mom would go from one area of the house to another, and it was really strange. So, you know, my mom called an electrician and was like, you know, what is going on? Can you explain to me? Do we need new wiring? Like, honestly, lady, we don't see anything wrong. Uh, your house is haunted. Like they would jokingly <laughs> think about that. My mom's like, oh yeah, whatever. And my mom's Native American and like super spiritual. So when we moved in, she saged the house. And she's like, no, you know, I saged the house. Like, I think we're okay is kind of where she mm-hmm. was at in her head. And just a lot of other weird things would happen where things would be moved across the house or misplaced. And so my mom was talking to her good friend at the time that lived down the road. And she's like, Dana, I don't know what's going on. I put my keys down. They're missing. The lights are flickering. The water turned on in the backyard without me doing it. Weird things are going on. Um, it's like this place is haunted. And she was like, Jamie, I didn't want you to know, but about a year before you moved in, the people that live there, the husband killed his wife, the family. He murdered his wife in your house. And I'm like, oh my God. Dude. We were thinking of moving to Washington. That's because that's where my mom's from. So my family's going to up and move to Washington. And her good friend was like, I don't want them to move. So if they move in there. Dude. <laughs> right? So she was like, tell me everything. So my mom called the landlord and was like, what happened? At that moment, we know the story was a family, a mom and a dad and a son lived in our house. And the dad was a compulsive gambler and alcoholic. And he was gambling and the mom was just fed up. And he went to Tahoe and blew all of their money. And she realized while he was gone, like, oh my gosh, she blew through all the savings. We're, we're leaving. Oh my gosh. And when the son was at school, she packed everything and ready to go. And the dad came in and like, I know it's really graphic, but he stabbed her to death in my parents' room. Whoa. And when the son came into school and was like, dad, where's mom? He was rocking <gasps> back and forth in a rocking chair in the living room and said, I killed her. She's in the bedroom. Oh my goodness. Nah. And like, it's all, it was all like in a newspaper article that we ended up seeing from my landlord gave it to us. Like this. What happened? Oh my God. Yeah. So we were like, my parents tried to hide it from my sister and I. 
How old were I you? Was, I was just about to be eight. And my sister was 10. Because like oh, this house was, a little, was great. Yeah. Like it was, it was a wonderful. fantastic house. Yeah. And yeah. it was, you guys are going to think we're nuts, but it was literally the house we all hung out at. Yeah. Because it was, it was like, house. it was a party house. They had a big back room that was like a, we called it the playroom. And it was just like a cool hangout area for all of our friends to hang out. Mm-hmm. There was like a sliding glass door leading to the backyard. The backyard was huge. Like it was just a great house That's awesome yeah which obviously like you hear this bad information you think they would move but like it was a great yeah house mm-hmm. and everything that would happen <laughs> wasn't like demonic like you know bad th- right. like, things would happen but they were just very weird for example the reason why we think it had to do with my mom it was mother's day this is like the craziest story that i could recall very vividly it was the first mother's day in the house so i believe i was eight at the time and we're going to go out to dinner into my own favorite restaurant and we're looking for the keys and not only were the car keys missing, but every set of keys. So we had this giraffe, my mom loved giraffes, giraffe keychain thing, hanger up thing next mm-hmm. to the front door. Mm-hmm. Every pair was gone. All of them. Oh my gosh. And we're searching the whole house, like, what in the world? Where are these keys? And my parents are like, girls, did you take the keys? Did you hide them? Like, what? it's not a good day to play prank on your mother. And we're like, no, we didn't touch them. The next morning we woke up, they were on the porch, so we did not get to celebrate Mother's Day. Outside on the porch. Is that why your family stopped locking the doors in your house? Yes. That's why we stopped locking the door. Growing up, their house was never locked. Mm -mm. And, like, Mm -hmm. we all knew that. So if we ever needed a place to go, we knew we could just walk into Kelsey's house. Like, whether we were home or not. (laughs) Whether they were home or not. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a pretty safe neighborhood back then. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. do it now. Never. But back then, yeah, we all knew it was, like, the place we could go if we were in trouble. And now I know why you guys kept it unlocked because you were afraid you'd get locked out of your house. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And another time we went to go get ice cream and you know, that time we had our keys. However, the key did not work for the deadbolt in the front of the house. And the, the we had, like Candace said, we had sliding glass doors. We put mm-hmm. these big rods in them when we would leave because we locked the two back doors, but the front door we always left unlocked. It was open door policy. Even when you were out. Even when we were out because the keys went missing and we got locked. The <laughs> so we're like, okay, we're going to leave the, the front door unlocked. We always have a way in. <laughs> we got home. The deadbolt is locked from the inside. We don't even have a key to the deadbolt. We can't do it ourselves. So my mom like tried for hours to try to like slam the door just right to make the deadbolt pop. Nothing would work. And like, as time went on, it was just more intense, more intense. We put things down the table. As a family, we watched a loaf of bread slide from one side of the table mm-hmm. off the floor. Like oh very, gosh. very weird happenings like that in a constant basis. You would hear footsteps walking down the hall when mm-hmm. it was home, knocking, mm-hmm. water turning on and off. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like all of the time. People are like, no way, that's insane. That didn't happen. It 100% did. <laughs> and all my friends were skeptics mm-hmm. until... <laughs> My, we had our my, own experiences. Yeah, until like my yeah. 14th birthday mm-hmm. when Candace has a, a story about that one. Yeah, so again, I'm a skeptic and Kelsey would tell me this our whole life. There's a ghost in my house. I swear there was a murder in my house. I'm like, you're lying. There's no way this didn't happen. Her mom would be like, she's not lying. Like this happened. I'd be like, no way. You guys are just trying to scare me. Like it's not true. <laughs> Did not believe it one little bit. And I think it was your... 13th birthday wasn't my 13th and we were all sitting around in her living room her mom was there her dad was there we were all sitting around just talking there was a big bowl of candy in the middle of the coffee table it was a big round coffee table with a glass top and we're talking and talking and I'm sitting there and I'm listening and I'm looking at the coffee table and this bowl of candy literally just starts very slowly 
sliding across the table. And I'm watching it, thinking, like, what the heck? And I'm just watching it go, and then it stops when it hits the end of the table, right? Just stops. And then all of a sudden, it slams backwards to the other side of the table and then smacks hard against the wall. Candy goes everywhere. I'm freaking out. Because I've never seen anything like this. I'm like, oh my god, did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? I think only one or two other people saw it. No, Cand. When I tell you that every single person left my birthday. I don't even remember. And I cried. And everyone left. Besides you, and I think Ariel might have stayed. You and Ariel. Everybody else took off. And I was so upset. I'm like, you guys can't leave. It's okay. It's just the girl who does things like this. Yeah, you're like I see her all the time. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, they left and they were all crying and freaking out and totally like. Oh. I remember that I was really scared and I told you like I don't think I could spend the night over here anymore. And you were like, Candace, you've been spending the night at my house since we were like babies. Like, what are you talking about? Like, nothing's ever happened to you. And I was like, I can't. That was like the scariest thing I've ever seen. I can't do it. It like, was like she knew I needed validation. Yeah. Like, this is a yeah. Like, they're gonna believe in me one way or another. <laughs> And so I didn't sleep at your house for like two or three months after no, that. No, you didn't. Because I was terrified. Did you know about what happened to that house? Yeah. Like I knew that it happened because of what they told me, but I didn't believe them because I was like, mm-hmm. I, you're just trying to scare me. Like I was like, there's no way that this actually happened. Like, cause I, mm-hmm. I'm a scaredy cat and I'm really mm-hmm. gullible and like, I'm really easy to get. So I was like convinced that they were just trying to get me. Yeah. I didn't believe it until that moment. I think I did sleep there that night, but I was terrified i probably got an hour of sleep i we all had to sleep in the same bed yeah we all You're had to sleep in the same bed because i was like absolutely not like that was so scary and i remember like even as little kids she would say like i have a ghost in my house and like we're so stupid we would do seances oh my god you know <laughs> do you remember what happened with the snakes when we did the seance no <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember this. So we had snakes, okay? We had two, and then they had babies, and we had, like, Like 11 garden snakes, snakes, not, like, Mm -hmm. no, like, little little garter snakes. They're very cute. They were, like, little black with yellow racing stripes. Adorable little snakes. And we did a stupid seance night before, which we shouldn't do. And my mom is, like, firmly against. So I don't know how we got away with it. Um, But we did it. And the next day we came in the room and my big snake, the mama snake was coiled up on top of her cage, as well as two of the babies. And you have to take off the lid. So I thought it was one of my friends must've been messing with us. And they all insist that they did not go Mm -hmm. in the room with the cages. They did not touch. And snakes only coil when they're about to attack. They're usually very docile and they don't coil. And they were all three coiled. Like they were. Oh Oh my God. It was really crazy. We used to do seances and we would do Ouija boards. I would never do that now. I'm like no. so against inviting stuff in. You guys are effing crazy. <laughs> I'm terrified of that kind of stuff. But nothing- we were so young though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. We stopped when we got like sense to us, maybe right. at like 15. <laughs> we're like, this is really bad. We should not play with we this. We legit though. would like light candles and haul up in the bathroom and like say Bloody Mary and stuff. Like, oh my we gosh. Literally, like, <laughs> it was nuts. And. I remember one time we did the Bloody Mary thing and the lights did glow red. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I'm out of here. You saw the red uh, too? Yeah. Wow. I was like, nope, I'm out of here. Whoa. That was messed up. So like, never again. <laughs> I actually lived with Kelsey for like nine months. Yeah. Right after high school because my mom and I weren't getting along. So I moved in with her for a little while and she had two living rooms. So I stayed in the one front living room. 
And like I lived there, so I would be there when no one was home. And like I would go to work and come back, and sometimes no one would be there. And when I was home alone, I would hear my name constantly from the back of the house. Mm. And I would be like, hello? Am I the only one here? Is there someone here? I was like convinced that Kelsey or her sister were home and no one was home. Did it sound like Kelsey's voice? It sounded like a young voice, but I like I couldn't place it. It was always like, you know, when you think you hear your name, but you're not sure. Like yeah. kind of yeah. like that. And I'd be like, hello? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. That's and so then creepy. I would hear footsteps coming down the hall when I was home alone all the time. Oh, my God. So that was pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I would be like, Kelsey, I heard footsteps down the hall. Like, no one was here. Like, are you sure no one was home? And she's like, yeah, no one was here. It was definitely the ghost. And she's so <laughs> calm about it because she's dealt with it her whole life that it's like so not a thing for her. She's like, yeah, it was just the ghost. <laughs> like big things would jolt me for sure. Like when things would fly across the room, that was jolting. But little things like footsteps, I'm like, oh yeah, we're so used to it now. Yeah. And my parents would try to hide that when we were kids. They would be like, mom, did you just walk down the hall? And she'd be like, yeah. And she was in her room. She didn't. But she would say yeah to try to like calm me and my sister because mm. we would hear it all the time when we were younger. Our bedroom doors would open. Like, mom, was that you? She's like, yeah, it was us. Did you feel like the energy was like calm of these spirits totally. or did you feel anything totally. about it? Was it was always calm. It was never like, it never felt scary or like she mm. was going to hurt us. It never felt like that. You know, about a year into us living there, my dad was Catholic and they had a priest come to the house and like try to like bless the home and to see mm-hmm. if they could let mm. her pass on because, you know, my mom's saging wasn't working and like, that's my mom's side. So my dad's like, let me, try my faith you know, that work. Yeah. and the, even the priests were like we and there was a nun as well and the nun was like I feel like I feel an energy but it's not dangerous and she's not ready to go and that was kind of their feeling oh, wow. she's not ready she wants to be here longer this is her home kind of feeling that's why I think I felt so safe with it that we had multiple people say like it's not a dangerous energy and nothing mm-hmm. dangerous ever took yeah. place truthfully as far as spirits go, she was very docile. Except her constantly trying to lock yeah. you out of your home. Yeah. <laughs> After we were living for a while, it's like she gave up. Like, okay, they're not yeah. leaving. Yeah. They're not going to go. Like, mm. I think it was like more like, I want you gone. And it was home. always around mm-hmm. like mother holidays yes. or like in some way of celebration of a mother, like th- things would get mm-hmm. like aggressive. Hmm. And I think it was... Like, me personally, I would think that was because she didn't get to, like, finish being a mom. Yeah, that's what it That's true. And that it was, like, upsetting. Did you say that the husband only murdered the his yeah, wife? Yeah, only the wife. And just told his son what happened. Mm, okay. And his son called the police, and the dad was, like, just calm when the son called the police. Oh. And then didn't you say he was appealed recently? He Not recently. I was still living in the house. Okay. So my house was on the news in our local news station saying that he was getting an appeal for the first time since being wow. arrested and that they didn't know what was going to happen. Oh. Like, they're like, yeah, he's getting an appeal. It must have been like 2005 to 2010 because I think I was still in high school. Okay. So a while ago. But yeah, he did mm-hmm. get appealed. I'm not sure if he got out, honestly. I didn't want to know. It was too scary. Like knowing that, you know, everything. And um, yeah. we have a friend that went to school with us and his dad actually was friends with the boy that lived in the house. Oh, wow. So he knew after the mom was murdered because so, they all grew up and went to Cupertino High where we went to school. 
So they knew mm. the son. So it was like a, a known story in our community. We just didn't know because we didn't live there. You know, we moved yeah. to the house. I will never, ever, ever forget the night I was at Kelsey's house. I'd driven there after work and we were hanging out and then I was really tired and it was time to go to bed. And I had put my keys on the coffee table and they were legitimately nowhere to be found. Like I knew that I had set them there and they were just gone. Kelsey and I searched for almost two hours mm-hmm. for my keys. Really and, like we ripped apart the living room looking for my keys, pulled out couch cushions, chair cushions. Like we literally were on our hands and knees looking underneath things, could not find them. And it got to the point where Kelsey was like, dude, you're just going to have to stay here and I'm going to have to drive you home in the morning and we're going to have to figure out later like how to get into your car. She's like, because I have no idea. Like they're just not here. And I literally was getting ready to sleep on her couch and I looked and they were sitting in the middle of the floor. We would have seen them. Yeah, there was no. Yeah. And you would never no. put it yeah, there. Why would no, they be not, there? Yeah. Not in a million years. We were literally on our hands and knees searching for these keys. Mm-hmm. Like they were not there. <laughs> they were not there. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the craziest thing that's ever happened. Wow. I looked at Kelsey, like, is this a joke? And she was like, no, dude. She's like, the ghost literally hides things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so I'm weird like, with the keys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, your house is either A, a human vortex, like, <laughs> that just sucks things up, or the, the ghost really just didn't want me to leave that night. Yeah. <laughs> she missed you. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? She could have saved you from something. Who knows? Right. You, you never know. Like a car accident yeah. or something. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have a license can. So she probably didn't. I know. I did drive illegally. Okay. I did drive illegally a lot, but only to Kelsey's house because it was so close. <laughs> so, yeah, that did happen. But. <laughs> Wow. Kelsey, was your mom pissed that her friend knew this whole story the whole time and didn't tell her because she wanted her to stay? Absolutely. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was really frustrated. She was like, "You, why would you keep this from us? Like, that absolutely would have made me not move in. She's like, exactly. That's yeah. why I didn't tell you. I didn't want you guys to go to Washington. <laughs> oh, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, it's one way to get you to stay. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we did because... Growing up there, it was crazy, but it's good memories as well as like scary, yeah. but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of cool. It is pretty unique of mm-hmm. a story to have. Yeah. Not a lot of people grow up in a haunted house. <laughs> yeah. oh. How long did you guys live there for? Oh, 19 years. Wow. Okay. And was stuff Whoa. happening constantly the whole time? Um, no, not constantly. It was mostly right in the first couple years moving in. And then it was mm-hmm. like few and far between that we would like okay. have crazy stuff like that happen. And very rarely would any of us see her. I saw her, I think, maybe twice in the whole time. Saw her? Like an apparition? What, like what you were talking about, like with the see-through, seeing somebody staring there. Whoa. And it was always walking down the hall and always in a white dress. And everyone who saw her separately would say, I saw somebody wearing a white dress in your house. Wow. It's so super weird. And the craziest thing, my dad never believed that we could see her because we would always tell stories like, oh my gosh, I saw the ghost. Or my sister would say, mm-hmm. I saw her. My mom would see. But my dad was like, no, that's ridiculous. It's getting too far now. You didn't see anything. And like a year mm-hmm. before he passed away, I got home and it was like the middle of the night. I was out with my friends. It was like 4 a.m. I get home and my dad's awake and he's sitting in the living room and I'm like, dad, why are you up? And he's like, I saw her. And I was like, you saw who? <laughs> And he's like, I saw the ghost. I thought it was you or your, I have a cousin named Mel that lived with us at the time. He's like, I thought you or Mel were walking down the hall. 
and I saw a girl with brown hair walk from the front to the back and I called for you and I got up and looked and no one was there. I saw her. I know you guys were telling the truth now. You could actually see her. So it was really crazy and he could not sleep. He's like, you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, yep. So we stayed up. (laughs) (laughs) even freaked him out. Yeah. I never saw her. I think honest to God, Mm -hmm. if I had, I would have crapped my pants and never come over again. Um, (laughs) But the hearing my name really made me want to move back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I remember getting the text that like, Kelsey get home right now. Yeah. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. Home. I was pretty freaked out. And the footsteps would always come from the back of the house. Mm-hmm. And the back of the house was where those sliding glass doors were. So I was always afraid that somebody like broke in through the sliding mm-hmm. glass doors mm-hmm. and was in the house. And I didn't know. But you know, just the ghost making me panic. Uh <sighs> I am no longer a skeptic because of that experience. Yeah. And it wasn't just like one, no. like you had multiple, multiple yeah. over the years. So it was several and it consistently happened over years. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of, mm-hmm. at that point you kind of have to believe. <laughs> I have um, no friends that haven't experienced it. All yeah. of my friends have experienced wow. my house. And it's funny because wow. your house was like the hangout house mm-hmm. and we all experienced it in one way or another. Because Kelsey's parents were just really open. They were the, we'd rather you do it in the house kind of parents. <laughs> yeah. Not that we did anything bad, but like. But yeah, they'd rather us have all of our hangouts. If we were going to be out late, no, be here. We all need one of those. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we always had a great time over there. But when I think back to how many times we did Ouija boards and seances, I'm so glad that it wasn't an angry spirit yes um yeah or anybody new yes or a spirit that's true and hopefully you guys i don't know like closed it or like said goodbye to it in the right way so that it wasn't like left open you know i think we must have we had to have candles at the end yeah yeah we had to do because (laughs) nothing ever attached itself to us Mm -hmm. or anything like you know i hear horror stories about stuff like that and that's like my work Mm -hmm. yeah it's for like a spirit to attach itself to me or something like that so I can't mm-hmm. believe very how lucky, often yeah. we did stuff like that. Me I would either. never touch a Ouija board ever to this day, like ever. But we used to do it so often. And I'm always like, it's not a kid's toy. Stop selling it. I wouldn't even walk <laughs> by them in the store. I'm like, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they used to sell them at Toys R Us. It's crazy. I know. Yes. Is it's, not, it's not a kid's toy. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not a toy. <laughs> Period. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's God. so upsetting. Did anything ever happen during the seances with a Ouija board? Like, did it, she ever talk to you or anything? And what would you ask it? The red lights happened once. I remember that. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. always say stuff like, is anybody here with us? And that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the red lights did happen. And, like, a couple times, like, weird stuff would happen where we would genuinely feel it move. But never anything crazy during no. the Ouija board. And I would always think somebody was moving it. So yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I to this day, yeah. we don't really know. I don't There's really know. Like five or six of I, us. Yeah, I always and, felt like somebody yeah. was moving it, but who knows? Yeah, I do remember, though, the one time when we were like, is anybody here with us? Talk to us. And, like, the lights glowed that bright red. And then I was like, I'm out of this bathroom. I'm not doing it anymore. Like, that was it. That was, like, the last seance I was a part of. Yeah. I don't think that's the last one any of us did. I think that's the last one we had. I was like, no, uh uh-uh. Not if it's actually working. I'm out of here. Wow. Yeah. 
We'd always do it in the bathroom. Like we'd lock ourselves in the bathroom. So why did we choose that? With the yeah, light the bathroom <laughs> and light a bunch of candles. It was so stupid. Like I can't even believe we used to do stuff. Well, it's like small enough, you know, yeah. that like things can't like attack you from like around yeah. the room, but yeah. you also have nowhere to go. <laughs> and we would watch nothing but horror movies. So we really like, we wanted the bad energy. Yeah, with us it was point. just unnecessary. But... Yeah. <laughs> So, Kelsey, do you sage every place that you move into now? 100% before I move in. Mm -hmm. How do you sage? So, you literally, it's like a, you buy a bundle of sage. And my mom usually gets it from, like, a native store or somebody that's, like, blessed the sage. Mm -hmm. And then she, you, like, light it, but it's just smoke. It doesn't have flame. And you walk around. Mm -hmm. And you basically, like, pray to yourself while you do it. And you go to all four corners of every room. Like, it's almost like blessing the house in a way. Mm-hmm. more of like a karmic energy type thing I want to do it I'm just like scared of doing it wrong yeah which is why I don't but <laughs> but yeah I kind of do the same thing like without doing it but just like if I feel bad energy I'll just say out loud like if anyone's here like you know I'm not a threat kind of thing like yep. you know you're happy to pass through mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. totally well, that is the story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Kelsey. Of course. I feel like you hear about stuff like this. I mean, this is very, you know, based on a true story kind of thing where they turn into like American horror story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, adapted into TV shows, yeah. but it's really cool to hear it from you who yeah. lived in the house and experienced all these you things. Totally tell your story. And sell your experience. Completely. <laughs> That'd be so funny. They would change it in a heartbeat. It would be the come the Amityville horror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. would say that I murdered my whole family in the house. You know? <laughs> it's so funny because when it's your life, you don't really think about it. Like, you know what I mean? You don't really think about it that way. Mm-hmm. So you guys saying that, I'm like, oh, wow. It is kind of, it's totally unique experience. Totally. Oh, yeah. And you said that you had people, like, the news at your house yeah. to report on the guy that, like, got out on parole and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, that is... Yeah. It must be so surreal to see your own house on TV and linked to yeah, like that would be crazy. this murder story. It was <laughs> like, so weird. But honestly, because of where we lived, we always saw news vans like all the time. All yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Why? And because like things would happen. Like on my block, I should have told this story. Do you remember on my block, the guy chopped up his yes. girlfriend? Oh my God. Oh my, God. Pieces. my auntie was living right across yes, the street right from across. that during the time. Yeah. Chopped her up into pieces and kept her in a garbage bag yep. and threw it out in the garbage. Yep. Whoa. Excuse yes. me? Yes, chopped her up into pieces with a chainsaw. Oh my god. Yep. Was it like a young person or? I honestly don't know. It was a neighbor. He lived across the street from my aunt. Yeah, we were pretty young when it happened. So I don't really know exactly the details. But I remember my parents being like, yeah, he like chopped her up and it was like a thing. Holy shit. So like we've had some like crazy murders happen around our neighborhood growing Mm -hmm. up. I mean, it was a really good neighborhood though, which is like the crazy part. Yeah. So we had, we just had some random like psychos going on. And they weren't attacking other people. It was like within like their own conflict yeah which is super weird because our neighborhood there was never any like break-ins never Mm -mm. drug dealing i mean it's a very very nice like affluent neighborhood yeah so it's very strange that we had Mm -hmm. the murders happen like Mm -hmm. multiple within our time of living there Mm -hmm. it's crazy so we would see news vans and stuff all the time for like weird little niche stories that were happening in town and like it was a city so like you know it was a pretty big city too so it kind of Mm -hmm. things happened but 
Yeah, so it wasn't like that crazy to have news vans. We used to see yeah. them all the time. I love Dateline, so I'm going to watch out now to see if anything's like in Cupertino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've, that name is so familiar, but I cannot pinpoint yeah. like where I've like seen that. We before. went to high school in Cupertino, but it was it's very close to like Santa Clara, San Jose. So basically anywhere in Silicon Valley. Which is where us was set. Santa Clara mm-hmm. they went to that like beach town in the summertime which is where that f- whole fair thing was going yes. on in, oh. in uh, Santa Cruz oh they went to Santa Cruz yeah, oh. Santa no oh we're watching it okay oh we're, it's so good it's like my favorite movie okay. <laughs> oh it's so good Candace it's so good all right thank you so much for joining us on this very special episode i think we're gonna have to make it an annual thing because it was super fun yes definitely yes and i want to thank my best friend kelsey for being here with us today she was super excited to join us and we will see you next week for our regularly scheduled programming back to laguna and thank you guys so much for listening Thank you for tuning in to Millennial TV. If you like what you hear, we do this every week, so please subscribe or follow anywhere you podcast. We love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out to us at millennialtv at gmail.com. That is millennialteav at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram. We are Candice, Liz, and Adrian, your Millennial TV hosts, and we will see you next week.